back, everybody, to the VHS Podcast, which is stood for Visual Hypnotized Society. We are a podcast that covers a wide range of topics in the creative industry, from photography, filmmaking, podcasting, design, and anything else creative. We are not alone today. Uh, we are your co-hosts, Curtis and... I'm Sun. And we have today... Addie. Addie. Woo! <laughs> um, Addie is a podcast planner or um the podcast the planner, podcast planner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you need somebody who will help you podcast like plan your podcast so to speak uh she is your woman to go to um and she also works for simplecast and what do you do exactly at simplecast so my title is um education and community manager and what that means is uh right now podcasting as we all know it's like it's growing But then a lot of before when podcasts first started, it was very much a technical, like it was like the tech person's, you know, hobby. But now that it's gained popularity, people just don't know what to do. Um, There's a lot of information out there, but it's outdated and there's, it will stir you in the wrong way depending on where you're at. So it's my job to help our customers at Simplecast and the podcasting community, like how to get them from A to Z in the quickest way and more effective way possible. And then community just means that I'm engaging with our customers um, within our Facebook group and you know at events, yeah. live events. So anything to engage with our customers, support them. Simplecast heavily invests in their customers' uh, success because it it's our mission to not just help our customers, but if they do better, then the industry does better. So it's like a ripple effect that if we can support them on their journey from A, then everything, it not, not only does it support them on their personal journey, but it's the whole, um, they tell their friends and then it's a, a ripple effect of everybody seeing like, whoa, that podcaster's successful. I need to go see what's going on in the podcasting world. Maybe that's where I can take my creative yeah. you know, outlet to. Um, and that has happened. Podcasting has grown because other successful podcasters. So that's my title, um, education and community manager over at Simplecast. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. And um, what was like, how'd you get to Simplecast? Was it always there? Have you been there? Like how long have you been there for? So Simplecast has been around for six years. So they've been around for a great time. I've been podcasting and in the podcasting space for seven years. I did not start start there. I just got hired about a year ago. I've completed oh, nice. my first year there. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but it's been a journey because it's been the whole trial and error. I wanted to first get into radio. And then when I got into you know audio engineering and going through that, I've quickly realized, well, I have a lot to learn. Internships are hard. It was still a very heavy man's world. Uh, even in class, it was just me and some other girl just learning the ropes. Um, and I quickly learned like, wait, I'm listening to this thing on my iPhone. I know it's a manual process, but they're just ripping the audio from the radio station, putting it on this you know, iTunes thing. And yeah. I would have to do the whole like download it to my phone and listen to it. Like, why can't I just get my footing in that first and then go knock on radio doors and see what, where I can go. But the rest is history. Like I found that not only were the barriers to entry much lower, but the opportunities were greater, uh, both from you know career standpoint, knowledge standpoint. I just saw that there was a clean slate, it's a new industry. Let me continue to focus on that path. And I, from there, just doing my whole my own thing. Um, people found out that you know, oh, Addie knows how to edit. She knows how to upload these things and turn them into podcasts. Can you teach me? Can you edit my stuff? Can you, you know, X Y Z? 
And then that turned into managing, I worked for two companies that had podcast management production companies. Um, but then I felt like I reached a certain point where I needed to do something for myself, which was the creation of the podcast planner. Um, these, a lot of these clients were kept asking, like, how do we keep our show going? What makes the podcast successful? How do I know that I'm doing this thing right? I have no clue what I'm doing. So I would, you know, little by little put things together for them. And some clients just said, you got to put this in a book. I'm like, oh, a book? You're crazy. Like, just print it, you know, quiet, just, you know, go with it. But they kept telling me and they said, you should look into it. So on the side, I would look into it and put it together. And next thing you know, 2017, it launched. I put it up on Amazon and customers actually bought it. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> we do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, customers actually bought it um, when it first when it was available. And I was like, whoa, okay, people do want this. Um, and after doing that for a good while, uh, I just found... Again, like even though that was still serving its purpose, it has been growing at its own steady pace. It hasn't been just kind of like podcasting. It hasn't been a hockey stick growth where it's like suddenly overnight. Yeah, it's a like success. a YouTube thing. Or, yeah. Right. Um, and so I looked at opportunities like what can I do that's bigger than what I'm doing and still I'm in the podcasting space. I'm still serving these creators. I'm still serving this industry and the companies willing to invest in the industry. And that's when I found Simplecast. Simplecast was at that point in their um, in their journey where they wanted to grow their company. They needed more support. They needed more help. And I got on the phone with um, Dane, who's the director of partnerships, mm -hmm. and the CEO, Brad Smith of Simplecast. And I, I loved their vision. I loved not only what they were doing with their product, but where, where were they going and what, what ideas did they have? So it was kind of a very, let's get this, let's get this going. I, I'm count me in. And they said yes. And next thing you know, you know, I'm, I'm working at the company for over a year and I, I love nice. it. I can't, um, I can't imagine where I'm at. Like I actually wake up every day happy to go to work. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how you know. Yeah. That's how you know you found your passion and like, yeah, you just want to go to work and get it done and yeah. be happy with it. Like right. you leave, leave happy, you go happy. So yeah. totally get that. Um, so I never even heard of Simplecast okay. um, before I met you. So what, and there's a bunch of podcasting hosting sites. So what differentiates like, cause we use Anchor. Right. So what differentiates Simplecast from the rest of everybody else of the podcasting host sites? That's a really good question because there, like you said, there's many, many companies out yeah. there. Podcasting is <laughs> getting big. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, you know, the hosting part is very easy. It's the tech of that part that's super easy, which is why you're going to see a lot of companies out there starting to get into the game. Um, but where what's not easy and what differentiates us from those host, other hosting companies is that we make it easy. We've heavily designed our interface to make it, you know, where do you upload this audio? What do I do? How do I upload this to Apple, Spotify, all these other platforms. In addition to that, the number one thing is we're talking today, but how do you know that somebody's actually going to listen to it? So we give you analytics and we give you industry leading analytics. So back in April, this April, we just released a, a new metric that's called the unique listener. And you know, YouTube, uh, all social platforms, they mm -hmm. give you the follow metric. They yeah. give you the subscriber metric. You don't get that on podcasting. They'll give you some type of 
estimate, you know, of like, you might have two subscribers, <laughs> um, but nobody really knows in the podcasting space because, you know, Apple, they hold their proprietary tech behind and they heavily promote now, you know, we're all about security. We're not going to let companies um, know how far you're getting into episodes. They give you some metrics, um, but every platform that you listen to a podcast on they collect information differently they track differently so that way that that's the reason why nobody can say this is how many subscribers you have on simplecast we actually do we're the only company that the only company that can tell you yes you have 10 you know just an example mm-hmm. yes you have 10 downloads but of those 10 you actually have eight strong listeners and of those eight you know two people listen to an episode twice So we give you those stronger metrics. We give you uh, who's listened, you know, on what device, what even what's the service that they're using to listen to you? Um, Where are are they at? Um, What browsers are they using? Um, In addition to that, we're releasing some new metrics when it comes to web players. Nobody has that. So we're very heavy on the analytics. And the reason is because the more you know about your audience, the better that you can do with that content and where you can stir them. If you know that you have a huge audience in Seattle, you're probably going to start dropping a little hit bombs that you know their culture or that if you're going to do a live show or want to do a meetup, you're going to go to Seattle and make sure that you yeah. cater to them. Uh, in addition to analytics, if you're not that geeky into numbers, mm-hmm. um, we also are heavily invested in our customers. So we provide not only a nice design, we give you a website. Every every plan comes with a, a website. Yeah. We also give you sharing tools like the web players and this thing called Recast. Uh, it's an audio visual you know, tool. You've probably seen it scrolling through Instagram and somebody has like these audio waves yes. going. So, oh, we, so that comes with the... Yeah. Oh, okay, It's cool. included. That's awesome. That's sick. Yeah, instead of like having to go to another platform... Or make it yourself kind of thing. Right. It's or, right there for yeah, you. Opening Adobe and having to create it from scratch. It's all within the platform. You can, you know, go from uh, anywhere from zero to 90 seconds. So we've optimized it for social. Okay. Um, so they can upload it there. And... Um, we yeah so you know analytics support modern design a lot of these companies anchor has done a great job yeah when it comes to making things look good Mm -hmm. um but a lot of the other companies they're like 15 years behind i know like (laughs) not gonna shame anybody but like libsyn and like uh what's what's the podbean yeah yeah just the designs make make me want to just go away from it right you kind of need to be updating like i think that's one thing we like they should listen to the creators. So that's why when I saw Simplecast, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I really like the design and it makes me want to use your guys' platform. Same with Anchor. That's the reason why like, I use it too yeah. um, because of the design and like the, what, what, for what they offer too. But I didn't even know any of this from Simplecast, but that's really awesome. You guys like, you guys are kind of killing it. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm sold. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's about not only making it easy, like when you go into our interface to upload your new episodes, we make it, we want you to feel like the same feeling that you get when you get that new car. You're like, whoa, not only does it look cool, but it feels cool to use it. Yeah. And I'm proud to use it. And it gives me the information that I need at the right time. Um, and in addition to all of those features, we also are, we pride ourselves in the security. We go through heavy audits when it comes to bigger companies. We have Facebook on our platform. We have Instagram. We have Medium. Uh, we have bigger companies like Schwab, which is a finance company. 
Yeah, you can go on our homepage if you want to see like all the I list saw, of customers. Yeah, we saw. Okay. <laughs> but they we make us they make us go through these heavy, you know, audits like how secure is your platform? How secure is our information that we're giving you in your hands and does do your employees respect that? Um, here's the bigger kicker aside from all of that, you guys are doing a lot of work putting into your podcast here. There are companies out there that if you read the fine print, you don't own your content. So at Simplecast, you own your content 100%, which is why, you know, a lot of people will say, well, I can go do my podcast over there for free. Why do I have to pay $15? That's our starting plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, in addition to all of the things that I've mentioned, we really want you to own your content 100%. We don't want to ever get in, in the middle of you creating and saying, like, you can't do that because we actually own that piece or the second you become popular, you realize, wait a minute, I'm only getting, you know, 80%. Where's the other 20% going? Yeah. Oh, it's going to Simplecast, you know? Mm-hmm. So we really, when you pay for the plans that we have, you own your content and your creativity 100%. We're just giving you the platform to take it wherever you want to take it from there. That's super cool. Yeah. I highly respect that. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. like a creator. Yeah. You're for like, so just like how Spotify is, they're for the creators. You guys are for the creators. So yeah. I, I love that. That's a great message. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wanted to talk more about kind of transition into what makes a good podcast. And this is not just because I'm asking because I want tips on our podcast, but for other people who want to start their own, kind of get the tips because I feel like you have the knowledge and the tips that you can provide. So what, I guess there's a lot of sub points to this, but in essence, why has why do you think podcasting has became so popular? Like what makes it good? What makes good ones like really good? Mm-hmm. In your opinion? In my opinion, um, it comes down to just like any other medium that really um, builds strong fans. You know, we have Game of Thrones. We have uh, Breaking Bad. Um, you have, uh, think of your favorite TV show. Hmm. What's behind that favorite TV show are the characters and the stories and the conversations and like what makes you think or what makes you feel behind all of that. Um, and, and aside from, and, and also like Game of Thrones, they really uh, pushed on the culture of things. So people started saying like, I'm House Targaryen, I'm House Stark, right? <laughs> so same thing with podcasting. Uh, it's no different in that it's just audio. Uh, so it's a different way of telling stories, a different way of conversations. In addition to the stories and conversations, what has brought podcasting really far is uh, education and giving people a different way to consume all of this information. You know, a lot of people are walking their dog or they're doing dishes or they're exercising or they're driving. They're doing something while they're also consuming this piece of audio. And that audio, you can search anything that you're into. I, I really got into like collectible notebooks this past summer and I know it's super geeky, but I was like, let me see if there's a podcast. Sure enough, there's like three podcasts on the whole uh, culture of these notebooks and the pens to use for them. Awesome. You can find anything on this podcast, but what makes a good podcast, like that's very, um, it just depends on like, what do you want? And it, it's subjective to every person. But uh, let me ask you this, like what successful podcasts come to mind? Like what is your favorite podcast? Um, I've listened like, listen to Gary Vee okay. a lot recently. I know he's like kind of one of, is he OG? I don't to know podcasting? Not podcasting, oh. but like I guess 
in general, but I do yeah, love he, his no, he's, stuff. He's really OG in like the social media space. Right, like, he's yeah. been preaching this since like 07. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like when Twitter started, he was like one of the first investors. So social media, yes, but like pod, well, like, I think he turned the Ask, Ask Gary V mm-hmm. like segment. I think he did turn it into like a podcast thing. So, but I don't know. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite podcasts right now I listen to because I feel like he just, it's something I actually learn from it. And it's like, I feel like I'm, I'm not wasting my time. I listen, sometimes I listen to podcasts and I feel like it's kind of goes on, but he's yeah. like constantly feeding me information and he's like kind of interactive sometimes. Yeah. So I feel like that really brings me in. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I like about it. Yeah. But I don't know what um, so for me, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast. Uh, they talk more about like the music space. So I'm really into music mm-hmm. um, and a lot of hip hop. So, um, and he's a rapper. So it's just cool to hear his side of things. And like, he's got a couple industry people that work in um, the music labels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I also listen to um, Ryan Higgins podcast off the pill. Um, oh, he's yeah. funny. <laughs> and then I also listen to uh, Tiny Meat Game, which is um, from Cody Ko and uh, Noel Miller. So they're both mm-hmm. comedians. So I just like to listen to funny stuff and entertaining like content. Well, see, th- that's exactly what makes a good podcast is that you guys are able to say, like, I like this because of this. And if you kind of, you know, take the curtain back a little bit on both of those shows or you know, multiple of yeah. your shows, they all have like this North Star of they know the purpose of their show. And they constantly deliver. Like Gary Vee is heavy on, like, I'm just documenting what I'm doing. Like, I'm showing you, I'm, ex- I'm exposing the realness of what mm-hmm. happens versus trying to polish it and make it look nice. Uh, I mean, he has producers and editors to do that for him. But the main, his North Star is, I'm going to show how I hustle. Uh, if you guys want to come along with it, go with it. But here are the basics and it's always the basics that he teaches. Yeah. So all these shows have that North star of this is who I am. This is what we are. And we're constantly going to give you this form of content. So it's consistency in the messaging. It's consistency in the personalities. And that's what attracts people to these podcasts. Uh, now, if you go to the other main podcast, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the main podcast, uh, I'll have to like hand gesture yeah. over here. Um, <laughs> Like cereal. Have you guys heard of cereal? Yeah. Uh, okay. Wait, like, I'm thinking of like actually cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Wait, wait, Not wait. Not the right thing. No, I'm so sorry. No, it's like, all good. Maybe I'm hungry. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, yeah. but what, what enlightened me. So cereal is like, it's one of the biggest uh, shows out there in podcasting. And it documented like the who, it's a whodunit type of podcast, at least the first season. There's different seasons to it now. But the first season was about this murder that happened and surrounding, you know, high school kids. Uh, who did it? Was it her boyfriend? And, you know, he's still in jail. And so that story became popular, I think, because it first launched off of another popular podcast platform. And they pushed heavy on, like, we have a story here. People need to know about it because it's not just the story and it's not about who did it, but it's also about our government like how our government can do this to people um, and then the surrounding families that suffer because of it. So Serial kind of you know, opened and, and set a new level of podcasting because the, story, the storytelling was good, mm-hmm. the production was good, even the music, um, the visuals. They also did um, pretty good, you know, it comes down to branding too, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So good podcasting, just like any other medium, it comes down to, you know, what's your North Star? Are, do you have that? Are you consistent with your messaging and your personalities? Are you consistent with your branding? 
Is it attractive to look at? Especially, you know, audio depends on visuals. Um, even when we talk, uh, it's important that in, in how we say things and how we word things, is it, is, is it expressive enough? And it's not to say like you should kind of babysit how you're saying things. It's just talk as if you're talking to your best friend. Yeah. When you talk to your best friend, you like, just like, that's why I keep bumping into like this microphone because I get, <laughs> you know, a- animated with my hands. I get into the conversation and I start saying things just as I would tell my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, the, what can qualify as a good podcast, I think those are the strong elements it's everybody has those strong elements. You can look at any podcast that's successful and you can ask yourself, do they have a North star? Are they consistent? Are they consistent with their personalities? Um, do they have a community that rallies behind that? How is their branding? Even the basic branding gets the job done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, everybody has those elements. They just paint it differently, so to speak. Cool. Wow. Nice. Very enlightening. Yeah, very enlightening. I should have my like high school notebook right now. Yeah. Write some shit down. <laughs> write all these notes. <laughs> but um, I wanted to ask a quick question. Yeah. Um, so for those who are listening and want to get into podcasting, what would like you say to like people who just want to get into it? Like, what are the best like first steps to get into podcasting? Besides steps? what you just yeah. said. Yeah. Because when we started, we had a vision. Yeah. But um. I think it took us a while to really get to like, it was like four episodes in yeah. when we finally got like, this is like what we want to do. Mm-hmm. It was, it's about creative, but we pushed heavy on like, kind of like people like us, not like professionals, not like more like between like the amateur and intermediate level mm-hmm. where people can grow. And that's where we found our kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It took us a while to get there. Is Besides having the North Star, how else do you think like someone can start into it? Equipment wise or? Really, you just have to start with what you got. Like that's, that's what's going to like, that's how, even though it took you guys a while, like at least you guys are still doing it and you guys are finding your footing. Yeah. Um, when you overthink things, even when you over plan things, I, I may be called the podcast planner, but I am really strong about like, don't try to plan for everything. It's kind of like going on a vacation, uh, going on a trip. Yeah. You, if you just get in your car and just say, uh, screw it, I'm going to go on vacation then you have a different experience and you're probably going to miss out on certain things, but then you embrace other things. Same thing with podcasting. Um, you can get started. I always suggest getting started, get comfortable with the gear and even the gear. It comes down to start with what you got. We all want that fancy studio. We all (laughs) want it to make it look cool, but, um, start with what you got and if you can kind of get those basics that I mentioned before, like what is your North Star? A lot of the times, what you envision, whether that's a story or just having a basic interview show, it reflects on who you are or who you were. And you just wanna help that person who you used to be to get to where you're at or like open their eyes to like, this is the other world that I wanna introduce you to and bring you more of like the insider of you know XYZ. So yeah, just get started and have fun. Like you can't forget to have fun. Yeah. I like what you said um, about how, I don't know if you're, refer- maybe I took this the wrong way, but yeah. you said um, like doing the podcast is like taking from my- yourself from where you were to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I found like a bunch of self growth for myself doing this podcast, like much more determination mm-hmm. for like, like the goals I want in life. Yeah. I feel like that's super cool just to have that 
in general is totally worth just doing this absolutely yeah i I can i can totally vouch for that too um and even when we started um we had no clue what we were doing like i bought the most like cheap mics i I bought like the snowball and like yeah and we we had one of your friend came through and he helped us like get the gear and like get everything set up so we were very fortunate at that but we did start with like snowball mics usb mics and they don't sound the greatest but at least we were willing enough to like push out the content we we did it in your kitchen like i know (laughs) yeah yeah, we were doing it through our kitchen but thank you for my like my boss to like let us use our like this isn't our space but thank you like to her for letting us utilize this space and Yeah. yeah So at least, you know, you work with what you got for sure. And I totally, I totally And you guys have been that. doing great. Like I was listening to some of your earlier episodes and then the most recent episodes, um, not the recent one, but I think it was like two weeks ago or mm. second to the last episode. Okay. Um, but you guys are doing great. Like, and that's what matters. Um, you, you definitely, it, it's not uncommon that people, like you ask any podcaster from successful to just getting started ask them how do you feel about your first episode they'll be like oh man i hate it yeah, the, I yeah, that's what we say yeah. <laughs> everybody every and i've 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 been fortunate to talk to mo- some of the most successful podcasters out there we have them on our platform i go to con- i'm constantly going to conferences and trying to talk to them and mingle with them and they all start where we start it's just you got to get going yeah. and over time the trialing and error, the experimenting, the having fun, and the ideas start to naturally develop. You just got to keep going. I did want to touch on just a really quick, the equipment that most podcasters start out with. Like we said, we had like shit equipment when we started <laughs> out. And I know like the pros have like these like thousand sure dollar mics. Right, oh right. Is there like a peak at which your equipment can be the greatest? Because I feel like what we have now is relatively clear for mm-hmm. most people. Like sh- when should you upgrade what should you start and when is it just like all brand name at that point i'm not a huge audio person yeah. but yeah maybe you can help me out so um a lot of what it comes down to and then this is uh when it comes to audio editing one of the main rules is don't edit with your eyes edit with what you hear with your ears right same thing if you feel like you know your audio is pristine and a lot of the podcasters out there you listen to what they got it sounds good if it sounds good on any device too, that's the key thing. If it sounds good on a computer, if it sounds good on your phone and it sounds good in your car, then you're good. You don't have to upgrade. Like why reinvent your whole wheel, spend more money or reconfigure your office because you invested in a thousand dollar you know, equipment. So go with what sounds good. Um, a lot of podcasters, it varies. There's podcasters, you know, Tim Ferriss, do you guys no. know who he is? So he's pretty big. Um, he's a lot, he's up there with kind of Gary Vee in the business space so if you go to like itunes you're probably going to see his uh logo there okay but tim ferris to this day uses a usb microphone it's the atr 2100 typically goes for like 80 dollars on a bad day (laughs) 60 (laughs) dollars on like a good amazon day okay 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 (laughs) so this guy is constantly traveling and he's he does it in his kitchen uh he does it in his you know living room he does it wherever he can and for sixty dollars, he gets the job. It gets the job done, and that dude is ranking millions of listeners, and he has thousands of thousands of dollars ranking in just because Damn. of his show. Damn. Right? From what, his a G. what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. So since we're talking about this, can I pose a question yeah. about how do you even get your podcast out there? Because he's doing. Okay. Yeah. You can say like um, you can do it right from your kitchen. 
but then how do you even get that listen listenership and how do you even like market your podcast because like that's where i'm kind of still trying to figure things out of where how to grab certain people mm-hmm. from you know which platform kind of thing so how do i right. even like do that and like, how do I get those million listeners or like right. a thousand listeners or something like that? If you know. <laughs> so like even Tim Ferriss, like he, I said he has thousands. Um, and before he launched the podcast, he had like a popular blog. He had launched a, a couple of successful books. He's known as the four hour work week guy. Okay. Uh, so he's, he had a platform of an audience to begin with, but how he built that is no different than how you can build an audience on podcasting. And it is leveraging other people's audiences. He's really great at hacking into other people's audience and with podcasting the way you do that the most first and effective way that you can strongly see quicker results is getting on other people's podcasts that are relevant to yours that kind of share a similar audience or a similar vision if you can find a podcast like that just say pitch to them or or maybe you have that friend just say hey do you mind like i think we should collaborate on this episode let's talk about this are you up for it and you start to hijack each other's audiences. And then next thing you know, you you went from like, just an example, 100 to 200, then 200. And you keep, you keep replicating that over time. Mm-hmm. And that's the fastest way that you can grow an audience. And don't stop at podcasts. Like you guys are doing the video aspect. Get on other people's YouTube channels. Do it for like five minutes. Do quick little collabs. Instagram, the number one tip there, if you do... Um, like pitch somebody that has a relevant audience and has a pretty decent following Um, and say, hey, do you mind? Like, let's just hop on a quick live chat. When you do a live chat, it pings their audience that, hey, uh, Curtis is on this show and uh, are on my channel. We're talking about this. So it pings their entire audience and then your audience gets pinged. So again, it's kind of like hijacking both audience Uh without you even especially Instagram, without you even trying too hard. You just never know who's going to show up. You never know who's listening. You never know who's watching. Always just cross, get into other people's mediums. Um, Blogs, too, if you're willing to write a quick little blurb about something. Again, kind of know your audience, kind of know their audience. If you have a piece of little content to write up, write it up and just say, hey, I have something that I think would be relevant to your audience. Do you mind me posting this on your website? So just collab. Just Think about collaborating. That. Yeah. Okay. That is straight genius. Yeah. I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we kind of did we did we give away the, like the key? It's <laughs> <laughs> a strong key. Okay, yeah. Okay. That, that's how a lot of people grow. Yeah. Uh, it's not. You know, I was listening to um, Conan O'Brien. Yeah. This oh, dude. Yeah, I forgot that he is. He just came out with a podcast yeah. last year. Yeah. But then at the beginning of this year, next thing you know, he's on Dak Shepard's show. He's on so-and-so's show. So they start cross-promoting because they know that's what works. Mm-hmm. And they know that's what helps. So regardless of who the name is, Conan O'Brien, like the majority of like, you know, the entertainment, you know, night world. I've known him for almost, you know, my adult life. Yeah. Everybody knows who he is. But even him and his team put in the effort to get on other people's shows because they know that that stuff works. Wow, that is genius. Yeah, yeah. very smart. <laughs> very smart. And, um, what you said about the video too, and I'm, that's why I'm glad we're doing video. Like I said, yeah. we're trying to get into YouTube. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about Gary Vee earlier. Yeah. Triple Threat. Yeah. Podcasting. Yes. Um, as far as video, I mean, audio is the easiest to consume, right. right? I mean, you can do it, like you said, walking your dog or whatever. And as when it comes to blogs, like you say, this is where I'm kind of hesitant. I don't, 
I've said this before, and I don't actually read that much. Yeah. Are blogs, <laughs> like, still good for podcasting? Or, like, do people still go to the podcast website, podcast website to read the blogs? Yeah. Or is it worth doing? Because I feel like I'd have to script the whole entire podcast yeah. and, like, kind of find a section for it, and it's a lot of time. Dude, I guess more big people have people have employees that do that for them right I guess yeah. starting out you know that's um that has been like a personal like not pain point for me but just i i like talking i that's why i want to get into audio yeah. i don't want to get into uh writing because i've writing has never been my number one go-to of uh expression other than journaling uh simple journaling nothing like mm-hmm. elaborate um I'm into notebooks and all that stuff, but I'm not into it to write stories or conversations out. So that was a personal struggle for me too. Going into Simplecast and going into a working with clients, I have seen the power of written content. Uh, so if you can find a way to repurpose, which is what I would suggest, is not if it's not in your because there's podcasters that love to script. Mm-hmm. So some of the more um, business podcast that are in storytelling so NPR they script a lot of their stuff and they know how to talk it like they know how to present that script in a way that sounds natural to them got it but what I would recommend for normal podcast creators is do your show do your thing and if you can get uh, a service like uh, Descript Descript is a uh, transcript service you just upload the audio and within a couple like a minute or two it populates the transcript So you're able to just edit within there. It's kind of like a Google Doc with audio. You're able to go in there and just, you know, well, the intro, let's cut that because I can, you know, properly write an intro for the blog. And then you just start stripping it down to some bite-sized content, Mm -hmm. um, something more, I would say 300 or 600 words within that range. And then you have a little blog post to go along and, and say, hey, you want more of this information or this conversation? click down in the episode, hit the play button below or subscribe to the podcast. So you don't have to re again, try not to reinvent the wheel. Don't make more work for yourself. It is a little bit more work when it comes to like the whole transcript and all that. But, um, don't go, if it's scripting's not your thing, don't do scripting. If uh, writing's not your thing, don't do writing either. Like I know that that Gary V's like heavily pushing like the repurposing effect. Mm -hmm. It works for those that it's like the perfect timing for them but do what you can over time you know if you do things right you start gaining an audience when you gain an audience then you gain money when you gain money then you can outsource stuff and like i don't want to write go hire somebody (laughs) so you know just again it comes down to like yes what i like what you guys have expressed so far is that you guys are aware of this information out there Mm -hmm. you guys are you guys know um it's one thing to not know and just kind of trial and error, but listening to people like Gary B are helpful because it gives you like a, a North star to reach for. Right. Yeah, exactly. So just start with what you got. Uh, if you can repurpose by doing transcript and script, stripping it down with take away the fluff, the ums and the um, then you got it. Like, it doesn't take too much. And Descript, I think they give you like 500 free hours. I could be wrong, but I, but I think it's like five, either 500 minutes or five hours, uh, I don't know. They they have promotions, but okay, cool. the script. I'll <laughs> check them out. She's very convincing. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. She makes me want to get on the simple cast. Yeah. Uh, the script. The script. The script. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Hmm. We'll look it's into gonna it. make me think about it. I know. Well, we gotta look into Behind it. the scenes, guys. 
do we get I was going to get, oh, so we're talking about repurposing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to get your take on like, I've seen, see, I'm trying to tell Son too. Um, and we're, like the reason why we're trying to get into YouTube games, because I'm seeing a lot of podcasts being visual mm-hmm. and it's like, it's just a, I think in the last couple years, I've been seeing a lot of more channels and a lot of big YouTubers visually. And then at the same time, having their own audio content. Um, so like, is it like, should you be filming your podcast or should you be putting it onto YouTube just to have that extra, like, like how Gary Vee says it, like that triple threat Yeah. to have it in different places Yeah. so people can, you know, um, find you better. Is it? I'm a strong believer in like, go where your audience is at. And that's what Gary Vee says too, right? You know, pay attention to your market. Uh, if go where the market's at why try to you know stream up this way when they're going the other way got it so meet where they're at and if you can if you have the means to have video with your podcast do it because people i, I kind of told you guys like when i first got here i'm into the behind the scenes and i'm into like who am i listening to how do they look like um or you know it just gives you a different way for people to consume i'm very heavy on the audio listening experience but when i do have the time I'll, I'll go check out video. Now flip that on other audiences. There's people who are just video. Maybe that's their way to discover you is that they're searching through YouTube and next thing you know, they find your show. Yeah. They're like VHS podcast. Like, okay, let me tune in. Wow. I love, I don't, you know, I want to sit here, but I found out that they have a podcast. Let me go download the episode now while I'm on my way to work. And then I'll just rewatch the video when I get back to work. Like you give people you give different audiences access to you, and that's what you want to do. So try to be in as many places as you can effectively too. So um, if you can, if you're into Instagram, definitely you know cater to an audience there. Uh, you can give pictures, behind the scene pictures, um, yeah. quick like, hey, we have uh, we're going to be talking about X Y Z. Do you have any questions, or what do you want to know? Um, or have you ever experienced this? Tell, let us know, and then we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. So there's different ways to engage your audience. So definitely do what you can. If you can add video, yes, I, I would. I would say yes. Okay, cool. Dan, and we're doing question. something right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, so. <laughs> yeah, because we've been actually trying to rebrand some of the this podcast a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. Um, with some new kind of. I want to get into like some graphics. So with yeah. Instagram, I do all the graphics and kind of like promotion album cover yeah podcast cover yeah cover cover (laughs) thank you um because in the past i actually took on the vhs kind of logo and i designed every album or cover art to look like an old vhs tape cool but i found that it was a little inconsistent with like the colors it was like a different vhs tape every time so now i'm trying to go for like a consistent very simple thing would you say graphics are that important to care about because i'm always more of a visual person i love like graphic design Mm -hmm. am i putting too much work into it or i don't know what do you think Uh, i think again you brought up the word consistent like if it's consistent and you see that people uh, like we need visuals to support and attract an audience Um, again the kind of like the conversation is one thing but visuals kind of help the show grow too again if, if you can just create those visuals so that people are scrolling through Instagram. They're like, Oh, Oh, that's right. You know, there's a new episode out. I should go listen to it now. So do what you can. Um, what I would suggest is try to find like that template or that framework that you can always work off of that makes your work faster. 
So I'm, I'm really heavy on templates and, you know, Adobe, I don't know if you use Adobe. Yeah. So you use Adobe, they have templates that you can easily create and just add that slight difference, you know, to it so that it pops a little bit more. And the colors, if you find that being too much work, then don't do it. But people love like different editions of stuff. People love themes to kind of like, oh, they're in the theme of, you know, black and white. So that's why, you know, the next couple episodes is black and white. Um, so just kind of switch it up to kind of like re-engage audiences. Anything to always, I'm a, a big proponent of um, kind of making people do the double take. Like, oh, what was that? And then they scroll back up like, or oh, okay. scroll back to mm, your, nice. e- either on their phone or they're going through um, YouTube. They have that thumbnail that pops out to them. So Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I can say about Simplecast again, like, what caught my eyes just your guys's designs that and like i'm like yeah. song like i'm very visual so like seeing your guys's website and everything and just your simple i love simple like minimalist logos and you guys have that and it's just the like website's beautiful yeah and it Thanks. does go it does um translate <laughs> into simple cast because it's simple right. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. simple design you need that yeah it, it's like it's everything you know we want to we want to be able to do what we do and look good while we do it yeah um i'm I, I like I'm such a geek when it comes to visuals too so much that like there's a certain water bottle water bottle that I love and it's because it's a clear glass and it just has like a bamboo top and it just visually looks awesome and I like feel cool to that like drink out of it that aesthetic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same thing when it comes to creative like when it comes to, like being creative can be like a heavy thing sometimes because um, we can be very critical of the work. And then you always ask yourself, like, is this good enough? Is anybody like that? And then you start to say, oh, it's BS. Like, maybe I shouldn't put this out there. The last thing you should think about is the tools that you're using. The tools should just make you feel enthusiastic to go and create. They should also push you to kind of, well, I have this at my hands. Why am I not doing something with it? So visuals. Uh, from anything and design and branding it just as that has that extra layer of like be cool be awesome like go create yeah cool yeah. Right. nice i'm loving this yeah, <laughs> all right um so i actually went on your website and on your kind of about me you mentioned something about like decreasing pod fading and i was i kind of caught my eye because i've never heard that term before yeah and i assume it just means when a podcast dies out yeah. or like stops getting listeners how do you kind of prevent that? Or maybe you can enlighten me on what pod fading is more. It's so. a funny name. Like, it makes me think of Darth Vader, like pod fade. I know, yeah. Like <laughs> pod racing or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. Um, my boss kind of recoined it and she said pod, you know, like pod, like a pause, like a pause. And I was like, yeah, that's what it is. It's the point where podcasters, like, they get really enthusiastic. They start publishing consistently. Mm-hmm. But then something happens in their life or something happens creatively where they just, they feel like they've lost, like, what do I do next? Maybe it's okay if I miss one episode this week. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, that one week, um, they publish three weeks later. And then next thing you know, it's they don't publish any episodes and they're just gone without any notice, without any information. They just, they stopped. So that's what pod fate is, is like over time, they just stop doing the episode and then it just goes hiatus. Um, so the, what I would like, my reason for reducing that is there are a lot of strong messages out there. I think that's why podcasting is popular is that they expose uh, inspiration. They expose ideas. They expose uh, education, content, 
stories that people need to hear, people that it inspires change, it inspires opportunities. And I've worked with some clients and customers that they start, they're strong, but then they, they lose that vision and then they go into pod fading and they just don't know how to get back into it. So how to prevent pod fading is going back to the basics, which is what is my North Star? What is the purpose and what is my goal? How can I just keep serving that? And then if you find a way that, if you find your place, you're at a place that um, the content's just stale or you feel like you're just doing it and you want, you're, you're bored, then, you know, kind of ask yourself, like, what excites you again? Well, maybe you need to change the format of the show. Maybe you need to change your outlook and the perspective of the audience. It's okay. Um, a lot of popular podcasts do that too. You know, going back to that podcast serial, um, they started off with one season on one topic and then they shifted focus into a more um, government Navy story or I forgot where he, what rank he was um, or branch, I should say. But they, they can, every season, they have changed their audience and it's okay. Um, there's uh, this other podcast called um, Monster. And then their first season was the Atlanta monster. So that was one type of serial killer. Um, and then the other one was the Zodiac killer. So they change slight different audience, but with the same theme uh, underlining that. So how to prevent pod fading? It's going back to the basics. What are your goals? Who is the audience that you're going for? And plan, like always plan. I would say like if you can jot down the next five episodes, then you're good. You know, even three episodes, then keep going like baby steps, baby steps, keep pushing that, you know, ruler a little further. So go back to the basics. If you feel like you're getting bored or you need to switch it up, switch it up. Like it's okay. Yeah. That, that's the power of podcasting. There's no boss behind you to do it. Just do it. Yeah. And that's always something that a lot of artists and those who are listening, if you're a creator, like sometimes you need to take a step back with any work that you have. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good to kind of like, you know, like you said, what's my purpose? You know, why am I doing this? And, you know, maybe you just need to shift gears and like try mm-hmm. something new. And it's always good to try something new. And that, that, that's why we, um, when we did this new season, we wanted to rebrand and we wanted to like add new elements, get more guests on the podcast. So that's why we're trying something new and making sure that everything is fresh each season. Cool. So that's our goal as well. Yeah. But, um, you have been giving us like amazing like you know tips and tricks and just like everything knowledgeable in the podcast space that we're pretty amateur to um but you so you're a podcast planner so you and you have clients right mm-hmm. so why should somebody like just anybody like a like a podcaster or anybody that's has a podcast what like why do they need someone like you that's uh just putting you on the hot seat <laughs> right. just a little bit <laughs> sorry <laughs> Um, well, it comes down to, again, if you have a goal in mind that you want to start your podcast on the right foot, uh, and you want to capitalize on making sure that you have those basics so that you're set up for success and you, you're more likely to gain an audience a little faster than the person who, um, doesn't plan and and just launches the podcast, which is nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said earlier, you just got to start. Um, but if you have you know, the time, the dedication, and, and, you know, it costs money to hire me, you know, people like me, consultants. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have that and you're passionate about your podcast, I'm going to give you that platform of this is what we're going to do together. 
so that your show is exposed faster to an audience. You gain that audience a little faster and you're not leaving any, um, what is it that saying? Like you're never, you're not leaving anything unturned. Like you're making sure that we all systems are go so that you have that opportunity. Um, and along with me that I, I come with resources too. Um, so if I, if I see that you're struggling in one way, I'll see if I can connect you to somebody that can help you out and, and, and push that a little further. Um, so when it comes to not just me, but all the other consultants and, and teachers in the podcasting space, uh, it comes, we've been through the, this through experience. We have the experience, we have the connections and we know what's working, what's not working. Um, there's a lot of outdated information out there. Um, and then the information that's new, sometimes you have to kind of take a step back and, you know, is this really from my, is it my best interest? Do they have it in the interest of their audience or yeah. is it a quick buck for them? Um, so there's things that, you know, there's stuff out there that I've seen. I'm like, oh, that looks so bad. Like they're just, they're hacking something and it's not the right way to do it. There's, um, there's this message that I got and I keep getting them. There's like this there's little companies out there trying to hack like the iTunes charts or the Apple charts. It's going to be Apple podcast, um, in the next yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, they, they claim that, you know, you hire me and I'm going to get you these many reviews and I'm going to get you to the top charts. Apple sees that you're out yeah. completely permanently. You, you are not, um, you're not going to be ever, uh, blacklisted. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be blacklisted. Like that's a proper term. Yeah. Like, so you don't want to do that. Um, so, yeah, that's I, I like to help people start off on the right foot and get them to like the quicker way because I've been there, I've done that, and I don't want you to go through all that. So I'm going to push you in the right form, in the right direction, as mm-hmm. quick as possible. That's why anybody listening, you need Addy. <laughs> you. <laughs> you need an Addy in your life. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much, Addy, for being on our podcast. It means the world to us, and we are enlightened with your knowledge of podcasting and everything. Um, and I just want to plug your workbook. Um, it's called the Podcast Planner yeah. with uh, by Addy Sacido. Sacido, there yeah. we go. Okay. <laughs> but um, this is a workbook that will help you plan your podcast, and it'll have all the tools. To just templates, templates and all that, and all that stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah so you'll be organized yes thanks to addy and if you want to follow her where can people find you just thepodcastplanner.com you're going to find all the links there and how to contact me so just thepodcastplanner.com yeah so thank you guys for listening and if you want to follow us um we are the vhs pod the vhs podcast uh you can find us on instagram and you can find me on instagram at curtis peak with a k and you can find son uh, at Capri Sun, C-A-C-A-C-A-P-R-I-S-E-N-H. Yep. And thank you guys for listening. And thank you, Addy, again for being oh, here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Later. Peace.